Hey, beautiful people. I'm Mila. Hey, y'all. I'm Monica. <laughs> and thanks for joining us. How are you doing today, sis? I am aligned and balanced. <laughs> okay. Well, then it means it's time to welcome the family in, our girlfriends, our you know, people who are joining us. If it's the first time that you've joined us, thank you. And and stay. It's going to be another interestingly fun episode. So I'm always excited to get us started. Uh, how was your week, Monica? Um, the week has been, I know I probably always say the same thing. The week has been moving. The week has been good. The weather is fabulous it's starting uh-huh. to get warm it's going to get hot people won't complain but you know it is what it is okay those those southern roots of yours you get really excited about the heat <laughs> I am, I, i'm a true northwestern pacific northwest gym and so with that in mind i realized that 75 to 80 is heaven to me honey anything above or below is just why you know 75 to 85 that's a good time you know that's the good time mm-hmm. pocket for me. So uh, I am excited about the good weather. Of course, on this episode, we will be celebrating and shouting out Mother's Day because Mother's I Day is this Sunday. <laughs> That's it. Hey, exactly. Uh, so it is on the 14th, of, which is the Sunday that's coming up. So, you know, if this is the first reminder, it almost slipped your mind. Do something nice for your mom. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. So we love a good <laughs> a massage or something. You know, Monica gives you guys hundreds of suggestions every week on things to do for self-care from acupuncture to, you know, massage to walking to right. whatever. So there's I went no to excuse. the Chinese herbalist this week. <laughs> I, and that was, I, I was excited for you to do that too. I think that was a much needed experience. And, and how did you like the herbalist? I, I, I liked it. He was very thorough, explained it. And I mean, it's just kind of how you see in the movies when you go into like, you know, the movies where they're, you know, have the shops, you know, mm-hmm. on the corners or mm-hmm. I mean the shop with his apothecary shops. Yeah. yeah apothecary. All the, mm-hmm. all the herbs there, you know, and he took his time. You got to, you know, fill out all your 5011 forms. <laughs> um, carefully ask 5011 questions, you know, mm-hmm. and I also had um, acupuncture with that visit. So Oh, so I like that you left with some good, good herbs uh, and feeling better from your acupuncture. So that is a win win. Um, That that is something, you know, as well. Maybe you guys get your, you know, your mother, your mother figure uh, a trip to an an herbalist, a naturalist, um, apothecary shops. Like if you were in New Orleans, they might call it, you know, medicine shops, root Mm -hmm. shops, apothecary, but things that focus on you know, I, I like to say on God's medicine versus, you know, things that are genetically created in the lab, which of course leads me back to my week. My week <laughs> has been, um, it has been a celebration of my righteous mind and it has been a celebration, a celebration of Jehovah's peace on me. Insurmountable. You can't even describe what divine peace is. So it has obviously been a fantastic week for me. Uh, <laughs> even with all those things that have been trying to come against me, no weapon. So um, so that's why I'm really excited to be here, though, celebrating moms and getting the party started. Now, the first thing I do want to say, Monica, is you got on me. 
And I want you to try to remember back on what you said, because I said, I started this series, but I haven't finished it yet. And it was, it's Dear Mama. So let the family know what you actually told me, because you be, you know, you be trying to roast me too from time to time. From time to time. Oh, <laughs> when I say you ain't watched Dear Mama, but you made me watch Swarm and what was that other ish? <laughs> oh, he says seeking brother husbands, girl. That's oh, what you said. Gosh, okay, yeah. yeah. And I said, Monica, I started it. I said, girl, I think I technically started it before you did. I said, I just haven't got back to it with all that's going on. Mm-hmm. But you said, you said, well, get to it. And I'm very happy that I did. The series is on Hulu. It airs on Fridays, I believe. There's one more episode left, so you can binge watch it this morning, uh, this weekend with your with your mama, maybe or with your family. Because mm-hmm. uh, actually, it was really good because it's on Tupac and Afini Shakur, his mother, right? Or you say Afini and Tupac Shakur. Right. She she was phenomenal. What were your thoughts on it? Why do you think people should see this? Because uh, it gives it gives a more um, detailed, more uh, introspective into how his mind worked how he was raised who raised them where his mother you know what i'm saying their backgrounds it it just it brings it all together you know what i'm saying he people might just look at him as like okay he was just this rapper but he wasn't he was a lot more mm-hmm. and he didn't he was he was murdered at the age of 25 so he wasn't even he didn't even start yet mm-hmm. evolved further but I'm not going to get into conspiracy theories, but because <laughs> <laughs> that is a rabbit hole. Monica will fall down and she will drag your butt down with her. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, um, yeah, you know, everyone plays their part. He was a rapper. That was a character to him. That wasn't his real life. Mm-mm, no, he was. Yes. To your point, that wasn't his real life at all. He was an actor. He went to like uh, performing arts school. Right. Like he was made for it. But what he was was truly a gifted poet, an artist. He was just a really total package. And like you mentioned, 25, you were just getting started at 25. I mean, you really, you're, you're still developing yourself. And this man put so much into his life. He lived it as if he knew prophetically that his time was special and short. I remember one part of the movie, Afini's voice was saying that she had miscarried every other baby. She thought her womb could not carry children. Mm-hmm. And and then when she decided to have Tupac and he didn't miscarry, she said, you know, she had to fight, legally fight in court to get eggs and milk so that he could have some nutrients while he was in her stomach. She lost right. weight, but, but he gained weight. Mm-hmm. I just was like, girl, just go on. I mean, his, his mom, bad. She's a bad mamma jamma. I was I was blown away because I knew a little bit. I mean, we've uh, you know I'm familiar with the Black Panther Party, so right. you know I definitely it's, we it's not conspiracy theory. The party wasn't started um, as an extremist group; it was started to oh, help. Oh no, not that part conspiracy. I'm talking about you know him him you know pass, passing away that part. Right, but there's a lot of conspiracies uh, right. surrounding the Black Panther Party as well. What it yeah. is, what it's not. When you say Black Panther Party to people who don't know. Black history or not interested in uh, African-American history in the United States, they may think that it's a party of violence and they really started off giving out food, lunches, providing medical to poor and displaced (laughs) communities, right? Well, that's the social program that, you know, 
was born yeah. from the good idea, right? right. But, but nonetheless, before there was these things out there, kids were having to go to school and they say, you know, kids don't behave. They don't perform well when they're hungry. You know, they can't or think or tired right. or, you know, or they need, they need medicine. They need to be able to be checked at, looked at, examined. And so the Panther Party in these large urban cities provided that. And they provided it not just for blacks, but also for poor, as you can look in Chicago right. uh, and look at the, how the, the Illinois uh, Panther Party worked. So anyway, it, it was just, it was fascinating. But I mean, Tupac, what was your favorite, what was your favorite moment? And then we'll, we'll, of course, we'll move on. But I'm just curious, like what, so far, what have you loved the most about the documentary? I got one more episode, I believe. <laughs> yeah, well, because it hasn't come out yet, so it's not out there. Oh, okay. We're waiting. Yeah, no. The way it was directed and edited, like mm-hmm. I don't know which one was my favorite part until it probably I I see the rest of it. Okay. Yeah, I'm oh. I'm gonna give it that because it was just it was eye opening. I was sitting here, um, I watched a couple episodes with my mother because she mm-hmm. didn't. You know, she didn't know. I mean, she's heard his his music before because I mm-hmm. used to play it back in the day. But you know, she didn't. She was, she you know, she was just kind of like, ah, and it was interesting to her because she, you know, she loves history and um, Black history also. And so, I think, like you said, it's it's something that probably the whole family should watch. You know, it's, it's yeah. a mothers and miracles weekend, <laughs> uh, honey, and we are all about those mothers and miracles. I love that, Monica. Uh, for me, I will say. It for me it was so nostalgic, and I know there's still one more episode. I mean, and of course, like history, we know how the story ends. But I mean, it was so nostalgic. So watching his antics at different times, you know, you kind of are like, "Ooh, what was I doing?" And I was like, "Oh, I was a, I was in high, I was a senior in high school, I was in high school, or I was doing right. this, or I thought, oh, I remember when this song came out." Uh, for me, I liked when he spoke on getting it, the Hughes brothers, that controversy because they're some of the producers and directors behind the docu series. Mm-hmm. And so to kind of hear the the Hughes brothers be full circle with it as well, because they right. were young men as well, and they had been close to Tupac. They had had a falling out, a falling out, um, and so I I really appreciated that. I appreciated knowing how Tupac stood up for people truly, including when he shot the officer in the butt in Atlanta. I mean, I was like, that stuff you I mean, couldn't even make the up. The officer was off duty. I mean, how was Undercover. I, gr- I mean, sorry, you're right, off duty. But yeah. he, they had stolen weapons right. from the department. Okay, I mean, obviously Tupac got off the case. But right. I'm like, that could be a movie in itself because the police weren't bothering him. They were beating up another black man on the corner. Right. And Tupac witnessed that. And the thing in him that didn't want to see injustice happen, he went over there and intervened. He, he and jumped it, in that, and he didn't he have to. He let them live. He shot him in the butt in the legs, and I don't understand why people, when they're shooting out here, they yeah. just shoot to kill. I'm like, you could disarm someone, shoot him in the leg, and shoot him in the butt. Like, what's the problem? Yes. Shoot him below the waist, but people out here just killing people like they're on a video game, like they're going to come back alive. They don't. <laughs> yes, I do agree with you about, Monica, about how people are just out here shooting up randomly and 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 not having any, <laughs> just being a fool with the guns. There was a scene where Tupac was at the range and he's shooting the gun. And I could see the way he was shooting the gun that, of course, he was not holding it properly. He knew how to properly shoot. But I don't know if it was because the cameras were around. But he was shooting the gun at, at a side angle. And he mm-hmm. was not, he wasn't hitting that target at all. And I was like, that's the problem when people are trying to do gun violence or doing drive-bys during that period of time in American history. They would hold the weapon in a way where you're not even 
you're not even aiming that at the target. You're aiming it over at the park. Like, come on, a, a, a gun needs focus and aim and respect. It is a weapon that can take right. your life. You don't pop back up from a bullet. And we've learned that, you know, of course, living in America and, and of course this week, this last couple of weeks, there have been so many moments where people are using you know, guns incorrectly, violently, hostily, and you just can't, you know, with their mental health, a gun isn't something to bring out on a bad day. That's the day you need to lock that thing away. Lock that thing away. When you're having a hard mental health day, put your gun away and chill out. Don't even go near it. Forget you have it. Go for a run, go for a swim, go take some CBD. I don't know. Just do it. Go have sex. Go do something. <laughs> you, you, Monica, you said go do all the things, but don't, <laughs> but don't do that thing. Okay, right. <laughs> I'm with you there. Okay, so since we are talking now about mental health, you brought to me a story this week, Monica, about uh, a pilot having a whole meltdown. And will you just break down the scenario for us? Because we do need to talk about this a little bit, honey. Because the community is talking about it, the family is talking about it, the nation is talking about it. So let's go. <laughs> I came across a video and this lady in plain clothes was on the intercom on the plane explaining to people that um, first she was like, if you guys want uh, to give me an extra 10 minutes, then I can get into my pilot's uniform. Um, I guess, I don't know, maybe she was running late, but then she started uh, going into her personal life and she was going through a divorce. And then on top of that, she was... uh, offending like a, a interracial uh mixed couple on the plane oh then, then she told people on the plane she told the uh, people on the plane they were like if you don't feel comfortable with me flying you can more than welcome to leave the plane now and so like 20 people got up and left and then smart, ev- smart. And, then, and, and then eventually she left um was she escorted out or did she just leave of her own free will she left of her own free will, but I think they were in the process of getting the proper uh, people to come and haul her ass off. Escort her off that plane. Okay. Yeah. Whew, girl, see, I told you everybody it was going to be a lot to unpack because if you're a pilot, you're all, because you know how it is to board the plane. So you guys are already boarded because typically they don't let you board the plane without the pilot being on there, being ready, doing the checks and all that. So right. I don't, I want to know what kind of bootleg airline this was. I have a sneaking suspicion. I don't know. I couldn't tell. You know, I went through the thread. I went through the comments and I, I, I couldn't figure out which airline it was. It wasn't, I can tell you by the looking at the seats. Mm-hmm. It could have been like United American. Delta. Oh no, we're we're not naming. We're not naming. We're not naming. Because you saying those, and I I thought Alle- it was allegedly. Uh, we don't know which airline. I don't think it was any of those. Because it wasn't. Are... It wasn't Spirit. Because them seats look different. Yeah, plenty. I from my one Spirit trip where I said never, ever, 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 ever. I don't care how good the deal is. The the shenanigans. I mean, if you ride Spirit, you're riding it because you want an adventure before your adventure you know you want to get there late you don't want to be on time you want to see if the but flight you know attendant's what? gonna cut they, you out oh no they oh, actually no. were they actually were one of the top airlines for I entertainment forgot. for so, entertainment I can't, I can't remember which article no they <laughs> for entertainment because <laughs> that's it. entertainment because yeah. you're not getting there on time you're definitely operating on cp time and if you don't know what that means well then you gotta learn but Girl, you're they off. were on the list they were on the list doing better than southwest 
And well, everybody that's, that's does that. better than Southwest, <laughs> though, girl. I mean, Southwest been having issues, girl. We don't want to be talking. Allegedly, okay. all these airlines have issues. But what I what I will say is, if you do ride Spirit, because there's no shade, if you ride Spirit, you know, one of my good girlfriends, honey, shout out to her. She she told me straight up. You gonna fly Spirit? Then you go ahead and you upgrade for that extra five or ten dollars first class, so you can sit in that that bucket Cadillac seat or that bucket Buick seat versus that back seat back there with the general population. She said because it's gonna be some shenanigans you're gonna witness, and she didn't lie. Like I said, if I wanted to fly Spirit, I'd be like, girl, we just want to go on a quick trip. Let's, we not, there's time isn't a factor. Stress isn't a factor. We don't care if we're late. We're not going to try to uh, <laughs> piss off the flight attendant. Because I've seen a Spirit flight attendant Straight go off on somebody. Plane. Straight oh, soul it, plane. Exactly. It, that, to me, I feel like Soul Plane came out. And then an airline company said, well, you know what? We could do that. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, girl, I mean, I told you when the snack options are cheeses and cup of noodles, you already know that you're on a special kind of plane. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, by the time you upgrade everything, you might as well just got a regular economy seat on, a, on one of the other airlines. Oh, no, still, Spirit is still much better price. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, Spirit is amazing. Like, as far as the pricing, that's what that's what lures you in the first time. You know, and some people are susceptible things because, you know, they say out there, I don't watch Snowfall, but, you know, I, I listened to enough rap back in the day. I know they say the first you one is free. You get what you pay for. No, they say the first one is free. And then after you get the first one, then you're hooked. The, the Spirit prices be so low. And they, you be going everywhere you want to go. I mean, I, I was, I went to two or three cities on my spirit trip. Look, I and guess it was that's under three fifty. Influencers were getting around then. If they're a real influencer, <laughs> they better not be getting. Around. <laughs> anyway, okay. So if you're a pilot, okay. So the the whole point though is, if the pilot came on with all that energy, and not her real clothes. And was talking all that. I wonder what she said to the interracial couple. You know I me. Mean? I'm like, well, what did she say to the people? Oh, I didn't even get into all that. They just, okay. Yeah. I mean, because I'm like, if you just, uh, I mean, were they the only interracial couple? Were they an interracial couple in first class? Like, I just, there's so much to that. I'm like, well, what were you saying to the interracial people? They were but sitting it, up front, though. Well, okay, man. This this would have been an adventure. But when she said you can go on and get off, I would have politely got off quickly because I don't know what her mental state is. I don't know after oh, her yeah. disclosure she if she was going to crash. Plane down. Mm, thank you. And uh, you don't need to play with my life, okay? If you warn me, so okay, I'm going to take thinking, it serious. So now it got me thinking about, you know, the uh, of all the planes that go missing or go down, it's like, <laughs> was there, I'm just, I'm for real. Like, was there mm. some mental health? I mean, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. just like that lady in California last year, she says she had, the, she was a nurse too. Mm-hmm. She said she had a mental health episode, but she like <gasps> oh! 100 miles an hour. Yes, that, oh, like that a, lady was a, a jerk. Road. Major, yes, major. Not on the freeway talking no. about she had a mental health, but people were like no she was drunk and broke up with her boyfriend her boyfriend yeah i don't know either way she just decided to just go for it and she killed people that nine, was a, like nine people yes yeah yes and the car exploded near like a gas station like it was a mess right that was lived. awful yeah she lived but everybody else right the innocent people who were just traveling were were killed you know oh yeah no um but see, i would have got off that plane and um you know uh 
the president has signed into law some new regulations for these airlines where they got to reimburse you. I'm like, uh, y'all better have my money. <laughs> Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I'm not riding with the lady that's distraught because you said, wait, I don't know if you got to this point or if you just mentioned this when we had our, our sidebar on it. You said she was going through a divorce or something and she put right. that out there? Oh, oh, yeah, girl, I'm like, I understand that, but um, I've been through one and 50, 50, 11 other people have been through a divorce. Ma'am, you're going to have to get it together and get some support, go to counseling, go take several seats. I've had to go through several other things while going through the divorce. So mm. don't, yeah, miss me with that. Mm. Girl, that's the part, that part. Like I said, when the pilot tells me all of that information... I'm going to leave because I'm also going to assume that she was drinking before she. <laughs> and of I, course. Th- and this isn't the Denzel Washington movie with flight where, you know, he was drunk and landed the plane. I don't want to take no chances because you are not able to control your mental health. And I don't know what you've done to your body before you got on to handle this plane. But we're not playing games with planes. You know, that's just right. Not like yet. people yeah. are just supposed to like just kneel to her like she gone with the wind or something. Girl. <laughs> Okay, so I love it. So you said definitely not getting on the plane with a pilot that has let you know that she's having a mental health episode and she should have called out on a mental health day. And we want to stress that. That's why we're reiterating it because it is Mental Health Awareness Month. Exactly. So, you know, people don't know what you're going through. I remember being at work and people were afraid to, you know, use mental health days or afraid to call out. And for a time, I was one of those. And then for a time, I was not because I realized... They don't give it. They don't know what the heck you're going through. You know who I learned. You know who I learned mental health day from. Our homegirl. No, my mom. Your mom. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's quite timely because it is Mother's Day. So that's another good tip. Your mama. Okay, wait. Not just to put you on the spot because I know we're going to talk about our moms in a minute. But what is what other? Was that kind of one of the many good lessons that you learned from your mom, or what other stand? What other lesson stands out to you as a good standout lesson from your mom? Because mental health and self care, you know, is how you live your life, and it's nice to hear that you got that good trait and good habit from your mom. Right. Um, there's another lesson in relationships. It can be romantic, platonic, or whatever. Whatever you start, uh, make sure you can finish it. So if you don't want to finish it, don't start it. Mm. Wow, them, 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 are, them are <laughs> words from Mama Monica. Okay, I like it. Get it together. Keep it tight. Keep it right. So, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, I love that. Well, then moving uh, right along. Then just because we are talking about outrageousness and mothers, this one, this particular conversation came about because Black Twitter. The community at large, honey, everybody was on Ebony K. Williams last week or this week, I should say, uh, in regards to a comment that she made about um, her dating preferences. And you and I, we don't we don't care about our dating preferences. I mean, I feel like, do you, boo? And I kind of feel like that's your stance. And I feel like she came hard on the situation and she tried to backtrack. And I don't love her. She generalized it. She didn't make it specific to her. Right. And we're talking, she just made the comment that she wouldn't be interested in personally dating a bus driver. She would date a owner of the bus. Right. But she didn't want to mess with the bus driver. And then she tried to, like you say, make a lot of generalization, stereotypes about black 
men, uh, black workers, right. the black community in general. So, you know, honey, the community ain't letting that stand. So mm-hmm. they definitely came for a sister's head. We're not talking about that. We're actually talking about another clip because when the community comes from you, they will find clips from 1902 on your... <laughs> Girl. They, they will go back to the archives okay it could be the emancipation proclamation they will be like actually we have a sketch drawing we know you were here I mean the community <clears throat> you better have black somebody Twitter. on staff and cybersecurity who can erase all your stuff <laughs> yeah honey black twitter don't play so they had found a clip uh, from, from Ebony appearing on the Wendy Williams show and she was speaking about having um Oh, about when the they pandemic. Used to have the round table. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but no, but the clip that I was actually, I saw and I was going to bring uh-huh. the question to us about was Wendy had asked Ebony about how she survived the pandemic. And she had mentioned that her fiance, because at one time, I guess she was engaged. She must be single now. But at one time, she was engaged. The man had children. And during the pandemic, he left her in New York to go to New Jersey to be with his children and assumably his children's mother uh, or his ex-wife or or whoever. And he did not invite her or she did not go along. And that is what I saw black Twitter come for her. Like, Oh my goodness. They were throwing out. I guess she thought the white man was going to love you. And he didn't love Oh my girl. When black Twitter go hard. Oh my goodness, girl, you know, it's spicy and hot. Oh, the people, men, women, them, they, whatever the pronouns, they all came from the for, for Sister Ebony uh, about that. But it made me think, would you be comfortable? Because this is kind of happening to Demi Moore. She's moving in with Bruce, Will, uh, Bruce Willis, her ex-husband, and his new wife and their new kids. Because, is she moving into the guest house? Yeah, well, yeah, because I guess, uh, mm-hmm. he, you know, he has some health challenges. Right. But, but would you be okay in a covenant relationship, as you like to say, Monica? With your husband or partner's ex or children's mother moving in with you guys, would that be a good scenario for you? Is that something you're comfortable with? Um, we have to sit down and talk. It's case by case basis because I definitely at first I'd probably be like no, but there's so many different circumstances that can be around that because it depends Uh on like what's the age is there like some type of chronic illness like what's what's really going on you know what i'm saying i'm I'm not gonna say yes it's a hard no okay so you said it you're gonna take it case by case right okay and that you know what i like that that is a really grown answer right but in ebony's situation i'm like was she living with her fiance at the time i guess i guess they were cohabitating in new york together now his kids are older because she called now wait this is how you can tell she don't have no kids and that her mind might not be right because she was like his semi-grown kids are like she kept implying that the kids were like grown like they could be self-sufficient but i'm like i think they're only like 13 or 14 or 13 or 15 i was like right teenagers yeah those kids still need adult parent supervision and if they're gonna be out of school or going through the pandemic i could see why the father would want to go you know want to go be with his kids what i thought was interesting is that they didn't invite you as the fiance that is what i would have had a problem with Uh, you know what everyone has we have to live together i we only have an apartment or a whatever in new york so we're going to go of course to the suburbs of new jersey but i need to come with you like what they is could have got a big enough house because yeah jada and will did it with uh was it sure is his ex-wife 
Sheree, yeah, something like that, yeah, yeah. They they oh. eventually came around and they they hang out, you know, they exactly fits together. And see, and I like that vibe of good co-parenting and people right. being okay. But I don't like that slippery slope in the sister wifehood either. You know, I would I would prefer. I think it's easier to co-parent when the other parent is happy, right? Because when they're not, then they're just over there plotting on your happiness. So I would exactly. personally, I would personally prefer, like, I definitely believe in ha- happy, healthy uh, co-parenting. And I've dated, I've dated a man <laughs> who did not, um, he, he always felt like a separation of church and state. He was mm-hmm. like, that's, that's my child. And like that, like, no, we don't, we don't need to co- co-mingle. And I, it always made me feel like, but I was around his child. So that wasn't it. He just right. felt like he just felt like, oh no, you don't need to meet my ex. And then I came to realize that sometimes you don't need to give people a reason to be upset or jealous. You know, mm-hmm. you just keep keep certain things away from them to have a peaceful situation. But once she was happy, then he was able to move a little bit freer <laughs> with our situation. But if her. you're in a if you are engaged and you are about to merge your life with another person's life and you got kids um y'all need to get to know each other now i'm not saying that ebony should have went up there but that just there's too many uh uh-uh. like he just left her oh yeah no yep that's what that's what she said on the wendy williams show but nope. no as as for me and my house my, we would have been packing up our bags together and we were going on a road trip to new jersey and we would have been living with your ex and hopefully her new man and your kids i'm pretty you know, sure we they had made. a big enough house where they had a guest house on the on the um property you know what I'm saying? it doesn't even have to be big enough where is he right. gonna sleep i'll be right on top of him i'll be there was he going to be in the broom closet? I'll be in the broom closet with him. Don't worry about it. Because once he made that choice and left, I would have been like, I'm, I'm going to the islands. It, what did Mary J. Blige say? It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> Why you going to do me like that? Uh-uh. Nope. Uh, yep. We don't, we're not having conversations on that. We, it's just done. But I do, so, I do like, understand. It don't matter if they white collar, blue collar. It's like, where's the character at in that? And on top of that, obviously, they wasn't having discussions about that situation. Yeah, not deep enough discussions. See, and we we talked about the first date conversations. <laughs> I don't know if that's a first date conversation, but it's no, definitely a conversation it, it, you need it, to have. Maybe the third month, third three to six months. You know, I mean, maybe before you put that ring on my finger, or just when right. you're on your knees, when you pop up, maybe we can start discussing what our life is going to look like. You know, exactly. Hmm. But <laughs> okay, so on that note. That was just one of the things that I was like, oh, wow, uh, just craziness going uh, going around. And there's nothing like watching uh, Black Twitter get get on a topic and just seeing how the community responds. So uh, with that in mind, though, I do want to just naturally move along to the fact that Nurses Week and Teachers Week share the same week. And I just want to know, is it appropriate to give teachers gifts still in this modern climate do you still give teachers gifts for teachers appreciation day or for teachers week i don't know i believe my sister i don't know if she gives gifts but she is big on writing thank you letters and writing but not her having my nephew (laughs) okay (laughs) write the thank you letters and letters i don't know if they particularly give gifts now because i know you know sometimes there's an issue about the monetary amount and all that you know but i feel like teachers you know a little thank you note maybe a little five or ten dollar starbucks gift card 
right. to your favorite ones and keep it pushing. Like I know during the holidays, sometimes I would see people come in and want to buy extravagant gifts for their teachers. They would usually have like a $50 or less budget or $25 or less mm-hmm. budget, uh, depending on, like you said, the age of the child, how many teachers they had and th- different things like right. that. I, I think, you know what, for a good teacher, a, a gift card from like a coffee shop, whether it's, you know, your favorite local one or a big known company like the one I just mentioned, that that's an appropriate, like you said, with a little handwritten thank you. That's mm-hmm. cute. I mean, because you know what? The pandemic should have shown some people something. I mean, some people, of course, now think that they want to homeschool their kids, and that's great. But others realize they don't want that energy. They are very grateful for these teachers. Yeah, so that's you, not their ministry. No, so they so remember what your testimony is, and you go ahead and get that teacher her stuff or his stuff or their stuff and, mm-hmm. and tell them thank you. They're, they're doing the work that you don't want to do. And sometimes you have to be grateful that someone is willing to do the work that doesn't appeal to your spirit. It's not, like you said, not your ministry. Because they're just not teaching the kids. They are babysitters. They are therapists. They mm-hmm. are. It's so, I applaud. That's not, that was not my calling. Uh-uh. I I have relatives who are, who are, who used to retire teachers, currently uh-huh. teaching, used to be teachers. Uh, me, no. I, I think I would have loved to be a teacher. You still can. But, <laughs> let me kind of put this button in there. <laughs> but, um, the more grown auntie gets, okay. The less I want to play in not the kid, not the kid's face. It would be the parents because when the child acts a certain way, that's a, a issue that I think the parents and the teachers have to work out. And right. after seeing that clip a couple of weeks ago of that substitute teacher, the inappropriate outfit, falling out with the kids, like no, I, I don't, I don't need the stress in my life. <laughs> I was like, no, because it starts at home. Because you, oh, the stories I used to hear from uh, from family, right? Conferences, Mm. from family about no, uh, uh, Mm -mm. no, (laughs) you can't do that. No, not not for us. That's not where we're. That's not what we've been led. Um, And then also, like with that, it's also Nurses Appreciation Week. So teachers is, I guess, the eighth through the twelfth, and nurses is the sixth through the Mm twelfth. So. Uh, now, you also have a lot of nurses in your family. Uh, yes. So we shout out to all of the good nurses. Mm-hmm. Retired nurses, currently nursing, used to be a nurse. Yes. Um, I said to the good nurses. To so the in good your nurses. Heart, if no. So in your heart, Dawn, this is my rant. In your <laughs> heart. Okay. In your heart, if you know you're just there for that paycheck and you don't really give a damn about the patients and you're tired of the hospital bureaucracy and you are just living for your days off uh do you really think you're a good nurse no or are you just go, a person they, with a job you're a person right. with a job they so this is for IT good tech. nurses <laughs> <laughs> for, go into building or something coding you know do something else you know do if you have a nursing degree and you're not happy with actually having to deal with people and be a nurse and you realize that you're no florence nightingale okay get the hell out that 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 hospital or that clinic and don't do harm you know, you think your body is that necessary. It is not because your bad nursing habits Energy. and tendencies, for real, you could take someone's life. You could, you know, disrupt their family. You could cause more harm than good, you know, and I know you want your paycheck. So realize that you also are getting a fat paycheck. Okay. So let's not play with each other out there because I know these nurses are saying they're exhausted. And for the good ones, I imagine they are because day in and day out, you're 
bringing your good energy into a place, trying to make it better. Round of applause for them. Yes, you are helping people on their worst day. You're helping people when they're in need. And people don't often like to be in need, especially not medical need, health need, things that are life or death, right? So if you don't even have that kind of perspective on what you're doing, and you're a nurse, and you've been thinking about doing something different, listen to your spirit and do something different. Yeah, girl. That's why I never (laughs) went into, I never followed in those footsteps into the medical field per se like that because I'm like you can like you said you can end up taking somebody's life if I'm dealing with numbers I can always correct that mm-hmm. Ooh, girl so yes so on that one <laughs> I'm like on that note yes the numbers the the energy the mistakes the attitudes because sometimes nurses will get mad at the family and then you be mad at the family and be neglected the patient no. So like I said, if you are feeling that you've lost your calling or you never had a calling, you just want a good paycheck, then maybe you should do something else with your nursing degree than actually try to help people. You know, really, you should realize that that is why we have Nurses Appreciation Week, because mm-hmm. it is an admirable profession. It's something that people go, wow, you're a nurse. You give up right. yourself. You know, when I hear the word nurses or teachers, I think, wow, those are real heroes. You know, because it uh, couldn't have been me. But now that I've seen some nurses, I said, DM me. I'll tell you really how I feel. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, some of them, no. Mm-mm. But we want to acknowledge the, the good ones, the, the excellent, excellent nurses ones. out there. Yes, because yeah. there, there are some. And like I said, I've had some good ones. I've had some good ones that I'm like, I know it's a calling. That's how you can see the bad ones. When you have one of the great nurses, you're like, wait, you are fantastic. Like, where did you come from? And they're like, oh, no, I just love doing it. Or I, I love when they say I had an experience right, with my own health or with my own family that led me into nursing. And now I care or now I make sure or I, I never treat anyone like this or I always remember what it was like. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're they're amazing. That's a calling. It's a it's the same way a minister will say they felt you know, called, like they felt like it was what they were supposed to do in their life that was their meaning for life and their purpose was to be a minister. That's how I feel about nursing and teaching. I don't take those professions light, you know, because there's a lot of admiration and respect. And so anyway, shout out to the good nurses and teachers. We hope you guys have had a great week. And it's not too late. You can still slide in on Monday and give your <laughs> and give your your favorite teacher a little gift card with a little thank you note. They'll still like it. You know, coffee is good all the time or tea or whatever. Okay. So then, Monica, because we are wrapping up this wonderful uh, joyous hour, I do want to shout out the most important women in our lives. You know, I've had the privilege of knowing your mother and I know you know my mother as well. And so, you know, just let's just have a moment of reflection on the ladies that have pour their love and their spirit into us and help create such phenomenal women, if I say so myself. (laughs) Yes, my mother, my mother, my mother, my mother, a supportive encourager. Uh, I don't even want to get too emotional, but yeah, she's she, you know what I'm saying? She's my ride or die. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, get emotional, girl. Look at me. I'll be like, they do at church. Let them use you. Girl. Yeah. So no, I, you know, she's living her best life now. And I, I, you know, I still working towards enhancing, you know, her living her best life. So yeah, she's yeah. like, you know, like he said, living the best life. That's mm. what she doing, girl. 
and she and she does and she deserves it. She does. I will say. Okay, so I'm not gonna get emotional either, but I will say that uh, Mama Monica is the truth, and she is not a fable. So she is really she walks it the way she talks it, and she is on a, on another level. I've heard Oprah once speak on. Gail being kind and Oprah mm-hmm. realizing that she's not kind. She's like, no, you know, I'm, I'm nice, I'm personable. She said, but Gail, there's this thing in Gail that's actually right. kind. And that is the thing about uh, Mama Monica, because what I will say is that she's kind, she's fair and balanced and full of love. I remember there was a time when Monica and I, we were not seeing things the way that friends see the w- things the way they should. And that's why we're sisters. I mean, because, you know, it's love and it's years. Right. And, uh, but mama, but mama Monica was so sweet and so kind. And she, she just said, I'm just praying for you guys because I don't think this should be the thing that comes between <laughs> your friendship. And you know what? And that was the, you know, that's 15, 20 years ago now that mama Monica said that kind, that kind and spoke that life into our friendship and to our sisterhood. And I said, you know what? It takes a lot for someone's mom because she, she didn't take any sides. That's not what she was doing. You know, because Monica's her baby. So boom, boom. But, you know, and she she was getting to know me and, you know, she obviously knew, Okay, well, she's not like everybody else. She come from her own interesting stock. So she just said, I'm going to pray on it because this this shouldn't be the thing. Like I almost like a good prophecy. I see a future for you guys with your friendship. You know, your sisterhood is going to travel and, you know, it's going to it's going to be something great. So I'm going to pray on it. And then you guys. You guys will get it together. And we sure enough <laughs> did. I mean, we sure enough did. So that's why right. I said I have to, I just had to give Mama Monica a shout out and always so much love. I said, if she knows something's going on, honey, she will send you a text. She will call and just, I just appreciate her. And I'm very grateful. Also, I want to shout out my other girlfriends' mothers. I will say this. I am blessed to have unique girlfriends and also girlfriends who have close relationships with their mothers. So they understand, you know, how I feel about my own mom because they love their moms dearly as well. And it is just a blessing. So uh, shout out because my girlfriend that lives in Chicago, her mom is a Virgo like me. And... Oh, phenomenal yeah, lady too. <laughs> yeah, her mom, her mom, her mom was a phenomenal lady. So I, I love it. And I, like I said, I'm very, very grateful for uh, my girlfriends and their amazing mom. So that's the the Mother's Day shout out. And um, for me, the shout out for my mom. I, I am so grateful. And during this season with my mom and kind of do- dealing with the things that we've been going through, I have come to appreciate my mom's character. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, it's your mom. So it's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's my mom. I know she's wonderful. Like um, people laugh because I tell the story like my mom, <laughs> I, I couldn't let guys I date meet my mom at some point because when it was time for them to leave, they still want to like have a relationship with my mom. And I'm like, kick, <laughs> kick, kick rocks. Like my mom and me are a package deal. Like you ain't with me, you don't get to be with her. But no, but, um, and one of my exes even named um, their child after my mom, <laughs> after my mom. She, my mom had given him a Bible and inscribed and said some kind words, spoke some life into him. And, and he sure did turn around and he was, he was very proud. He was like, and I gave my daughter your mom's name. I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, 
Oh, okay, sir. Well, I'm I'm very happy. How's your mom? You know, when I run into exes, the first thing they ask me is, how's your mama doing? And kind of mm-hmm. during the season, I've watched all of her nieces and nephews come back to me with a story about my mom, whether it's her putting their art up, whether it was her advocating for them, whether it was her praying for them, whether it was for her keeping it real with them, whether it was for her, you know, just doing something that I go, wow, I, you know, I go, man, she's created such a high bar. I'm grateful that she's never said that I have to come to the level that she's at. I mean, she, she walks her own path. I mean, like I said, everyone is into kind of natural path things now. My mom been on that. It's so, it's so wild. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yes. Mama Mila will, she will send over some herbs and you're like, where did this come from? introduce you to some stuff you don't know about yeah that's what i said get get you she will get you right (laughs) yes yes and so and that's why i said she you know she kind of just flowing flowing with love i mean for her her core is always of course christ but man she's so open and so beautiful with her spirit and the way she engages and lives life and the way she looks out for women and children i mean like she she always will tell women get your get out of hell account you know we've discussed that several times on the podcast, you know, have a plan B, uh, a, a plan A and a plan B, you know, um, she's also a big advocate of your children being safe, even when you're not with them. Um, I was letting some of the, you know, I was talking with some of the nurses and, you know, I'm just kind of letting them know why I, why I will always champion my mother, why I will always ride for her because there's no one who's going to ride harder for me. For me, yeah. No, and, and that's check me too. So that's the thing. Sometimes people think, oh, I'm a good parent because I just, I just play with my kids and, you know, my kids never get disciplined or they, 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 we, no, my mom could tell me right or wrong. I mean, she actually was pouring into me not only confident words of life, but also treat other people right. You're a citizen of the world. You can't do this. This, do, you know, I mean, the right. balance. But one of the things she mentioned, because she could see how abuse and bullying and all these other social factors that affect girls um, are important, she would she encouraged me. And I told one of my girlfriends the story, and she also and the nurses and everyone, another one of the you know mama mama Mila isms. Uh, she always said. Have a, have a code, have a code with your kids because sometimes they're in dubious situations and it might be of their making, it might be of not. And so when I would go and spend the night at girlfriend's houses, and this might be a surprise to some of them if they're listening as well, my mama always had a code word with me. We had a code and usually it could have been anything. It could have been a dinner code. It could be, you know, what, when you get Oh back, yeah, you mentioned this before. On the, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you want? What do you want for dinner? If you want, if I said chicken, she know, come and get me because I don't like chicken. If I say pizza, it means I'm having a good time. And I, I wouldn't have to say anything else. I wouldn't have to go into a bunch of descriptions on why or what was happening. Were the girls making me feel uncomfortable? Were they picking on me? Was I just homesick? I didn't have to say anything except I want chicken when I get home. Okay, girl. Well, you know what? You go back and you enjoy your friends and I'll talk to you later. Man, maybe a minute later, two minutes later, she called the parents. She takes the heat for me. You know, it's not for me to have to deal with stress if I'm a child it's for her to be a protector a protector of me if she sends me out she's going to make sure that I have a way to always come back in safe 
you know, whether it's praying for me when I leave the house or making sure I have a quarter back in the day so that I could put it. Well, then she started doing the little phone cards because she said, you don't use up your money when you're out. But if it's an emergency, you need to call home. You know, here's, right. a, little, here's a little phone card. So you can call home. A card. You yes, know, something. You get older, you might have a credit card. You know. Yeah, just some, something so that you're safe. And I said, and that's, that's the kind of writer I had. And so she would call and she would be like, oh, you know what? Um, family emergency. You don't have to wake up your whole house. I'm going to come out and get, you know. I'm sorry. I'm gonna come out and get Mila. Uh, you know, don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. Uh, don't you know? Don't wake up your house. I'm just gonna grab her. You know, and and you know what? She come pick me up. I wouldn't have to worry about it. It is what it is. She wouldn't question me. And if she did, it depended on how my how my spirit was, how my energy was. And I never really had to use it, but it was just that it was there, so that if I did, I could. You know, I, I, when I got away and got to go with my girlfriends and we were having sleepovers, I wasn't thinking about that. But still, she wanted me to make to make sure I felt safe. She said, did their dad make you feel what was going on? If there's anything that makes you feel like you are not celebrated, girl, get your behind home. <laughs> right. Well, as a parent and then as a mother, those are things that they, you know, take into account that you shouldn't have to worry about that as a child. So. No. Yep. Thank you. And people are worried about their children having uh too much freedoms but then they're not protecting them from the basic stuff so my mom was old school that way so you know that's my shout out to my mom thank you for all of the million mommy isms you've given me i know half the time you think i wasn't paying attention and people think that i'm the talker and they don't know that really it is you who are the talker So I was listening. People don't even understand. I get quiet around my mom and she got so much to say, honey. I'm worn out. So I love it. I love it. I ain't tired yet, though. I'm not tired yet. I'll take another 30, 40, 50 years with the lady. So anyway, that was my Mother's Day shout out. Now, Monica, you girl, you always the last couple, all of May and late April, you've had fire businesses. I mean, not that we haven't always had good businesses from the community, but I mean, these businesses have been interesting. Girl, what do you have this week for the people? Um, Well, I have a few mentions, especially for it being Mother's Day weekend, but the the business actually got this. uh, My sister had got me a gift for something I completed like a couple months ago. And it the business is called Infinitely Well, uh, www.liveinfinitelywell.com. Change your mood with mood food. So they're mm-hmm. therapeutic blends of pure essential oils. Um, they have different ones. They have Woke helps with fatigue. B helps uplift low moods. Rest helps with sleep issues. Grace <laughs> helps oh. with compassion. Calm oh. helps with stress. Focus helps with attention issues. Chill helps with anxiety. Uh, infinity helps with love, self-love. Um, oh. They are online. Uh, they are on Instagram. And uh, my sister got me the the grace one. What is grace? Oh. Grace helps with compassion. Oh, she got jokes. Ah, um, but no, I was like, I need to blend in all of those. You were naming them right. all up. I was like, I need this, that, this. Do they have a combo? Because I just, I need a few of those. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she would take custom orders. Um, okay. But yeah, and then she is basically, apologize, I did not get her name, but I'm looking at a, a card that came with the, the gift that I had received a while okay. ago. Okay. So, um, now for this weekend it's going down 
in the in every town okay yep, in every from, town from mm. Tacoma to Seattle so mm-hmm. for Mother's Day weekend uh there is on Saturday there is a BIPOC market um from 11 a.m to 3 p.m in Tacoma Washington at Annie Wright School mm. and that is on Saturday and then there's also a Mother's Day brunch, Mother's Day, uh, yeah, Mother's Day brunch on May 14th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And this is at Lizzie Lou's 2, and it's a cafe in the Harley-Davidson shop off of Pacific Highway in Tacoma, Washington. <laughs> and wait, I do want to just interject one thing, Monica. Uh-huh. <clears throat> because when you say Harley-Davidson shop, People might be like, oh, okay, that's, I don't know about that for my mom. Go ahead and Google Lizzie Lou Tooze, y'all. L-I-Z-Z-Y-L-O-U-T-O-O. Because, honey, the shop, it, it is not like any, it is not like, you know, where you take your car in to get service and there's a little waiting area with a cup of coffee and maybe a popcorn machine or something and a chair. Oh, no, 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 no. Harley David, what's going on here? This is a real little restaurant scene and it, it's cute. It's cute, cute. Right. Okay, now cause, continue. Because when you got your, I had one of my girlfriends from Seattle tell me about it. I didn't know. And you got people in Seattle telling you about it? Yeah. They got another thing that's called a. Uh, bubbles and beets or beets and bubbles brunch or something Mm -hmm. like that and then uh also on sunday uh wonder of women international uh veronica very yay uh, veronica (laughs) is having a mother's day good morning uh circle at 3 p.m in seattle okay and you can get tickets from her website for that um and that's for all women uh, you know, had mothers, lost mother, had children, lost children. Um, just you know, it's 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 something to it's supporting, especially because I have a few friends and their mothers have passed, and so this day oh. can you know the, the, be the hard. day we can it could be hard, you know. Yeah. So um, that is going on, and then to end the night on Sunday, there is a Mother's Day uh, skate party. Um, it's open to everyone, but it's an adult skate party, okay? Live oh, roll kids. bounce. Roll Leave the kids at home. Bounce. Get a babysitter. Okay. Get your husband, baby, daddy, partner, spouse to watch the kids and go skating with your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. It's at Patterson West. They call it El Centro. I believe that's in Federal Waves from 7.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. Oh, good old Pat West. All right. Ah. Mm-hmm. That, okay, so this is a really a turned-up weekend, and it's perfect because I hope the weather is great wherever you find yourself in the world. I know that this weekend in the Pacific Northwest, it's going to be hot. hot. Monique already mentioned it. It's going to be a good one to hot, be out girl. there. I mean, <laughs> and if nothing else, you know, maybe throw up dust off the grill. You know, make sure it works. You know, maybe put on some something for mama on the grill and, you know, celebrate that way. Whatever you can do, just remember what your mom, the mother figure, whoever has been special and had that role in your life. Shout them out. Why not? You know, you don't want to miss an opportunity to tell someone you love them because yep. life is is valuable that way you know right and our days are short so Whew, girl you know i mean who knows with technology and science <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation but right. uh, okay now monica anything else that i'm forgetting to tell the people no be kind all right and have a great weekend
Peace. Monica, where can they find us again? They can find us on Anchor, Spotify, and now iTunes. Mm. And please like, share, subscribe, and leave us a comment. You can shoot us an email or a voice message if you'd Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And with all that, love and gratitude. (laughs) Remember to call your aunties or your girlfriends and say hi. (laughs) Bye.